The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Sit on down on my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement right here in Evergreen Park. Pour yourself a cold one, a pop, a milk, maybe something stronger. It is the weekend. First National Bank of Evergreen Park sponsors this show, and they know that you're working towards a financial goal. Every little bit counts. That's why, right now, when you open up a total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide and three hundred dollars cash money plus you get great mobile and online banking tools you will have easy access to your money plus a little extra just in time for the snow to thaw open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access one hundred dollars required to open requirements to qualify must use link to apply member fdic had a conversation the other day with a friend of mine who was talking about the fact that First National Bank of Evergreen Park sponsors this show, and he was like, how do you start a bank? And I thought to myself, I have no idea. Like, this is one of those things I just don't understand. Like, how do people start banks? So I reached out, and I will have on Dennis O'Malley Monday from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, not only that bank, but he started seven other banks along with that bank years ago and they're all in this area like Beverly, Oak Lawn, and of course the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. I'm going to ask him that question and a few other ones. I'm curious about how a local guy like him started a bunch of banks. Maybe I'll start a bank someday. You think they'll let me keep it down here next to the podcast studio? take a look at your weekend weather well it's going to start warming up not right away though the day this show comes out friday the 19th partly cloudy 20 degrees low of four saturday 25 degrees low of 18 oh we're warming up because sunday 33 degrees with a low of only 24 but there's going to be snow in the evening now here's the bad news tuesday it is going to be 40 degrees. And you're like, why is that bad news, Chris? Because all that snow is going to melt. And then a thunderstorm is coming on Wednesday. Get your buckets out and make sure the sump pump is working. You know, once a year in Evergreen Park, you know those corners that go underwater? It's going to happen next week. I promise. Looking around this weekend, once again, I want to say thanks to all those that go out there and clear the snow out. You only have to drive a little bit to the south into Mount Greenwood, a little bit to the east over in Beverly to see the difference here in Evergreen Park. I mean, it's not perfect, but man, it's a lot better than anywhere else I've driven in the area. Evergreen Park Fire Department is asking that if you can, don't cover up the fire hydrants when you're shoveling snow and actually dig them out because they're going to want to get to them just in case your house catches on fire at a later date. I'm also running around knocking down all of the murder-sicles that are hanging off of the houses. I mean, some of these icicles will do murder. I mean, I know they look cool, but if they're getting that long that they could, like, spear a small child, might be time to take the shovel out and knock a few of those down safely. My next-door neighbor had his pipes freeze. The water department is reminding you, keep the water on a trickle till things warm up. It's only a couple more days before it warms up a little bit. You don't want those pipes to freeze 
and then they thaw out, and you've got an even bigger problem. Friday, the day that this podcast comes out, the Dan Capuano Ice Rink is closed to the public. But over the weekend, open skate on Saturday, 2 p.m. to 5.45 in the evening. Hockey from 6 to 8 p.m. And on Sunday, open skate 2 to 4 p.m. Stick and puck 4 to 5.45 p.m. And rad hockey 6 to 8 p.m. The Recreation Department is looking for a preschool teacher Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings. If you're interested, give them a call, 708-229-3373. The Evergreen Park Police Department is hiring school crossing guards. I've been driving around a few of the schools lately, picking up my kids. I got three in three different schools. There's a couple corners that are not manned every day. They need help. You might need money. Give them a call, 708-422-2142. That's 708-422-2142. Remember, every Friday, the day that this weekend update comes out, there is also free COVID-19 testing going on over at Yukich Field. It's first come, first serve, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. But then also, if you're looking for the vaccine, the Village of Evergreen Park website has some great links on it evergreenpark-ill.com. Go look on there. You're going to see a link, Cook County COVID vaccine information. Click on that. They have a search tool where you can look for the vaccine anywhere in Illinois. They have vaccine information put out by the county and their resource centers and where they're giving out the shots. They have links to Walgreens and Jewel Osco sites where you can sign up and get on the list to get your vaccination. If you're looking for a resource, once again, evergreenpark-ill.com. Meanwhile, the driving range in Evergreen Park is closed until April. If you don't know why, look outside. You've heard us talk about Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, local Evergreen Park business that helps people stop smoking. In fact, they've been around right here in Evergreen Park since 2014, and they are open and ready now to help smokers get off of cigarettes with a $30 starter kit. A wide range of devices are available. Try a different flavor or a nicotine strength. And right now they're offering curbside pickup, delivery, and shipping options. Cool Clouds also has a growing selection of CBD products and recreational cannabis accessories. First-time customers, mention the EP Podcast for 20% off your first purchase when you sign up for the rewards program. With gift certificates available, get one now for the smoker you want to get off cigarettes. Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Age verification is required, must be 21. Remember, quitting smoking is hard. Lucky for you, there's Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Most Holy Redeemer is having their annual trivia night, February 27th. It's a Saturday. It's going to be virtual, though, this year. We always do a big thing. My team actually won a few years back. This year, we're not doing something on scene. We don't get to hang out with everybody, but it is going to be online through Zoom. Teams of two, not teams of ten. Although I'm pretty sure Father Highland's going to find a way to have his team have more than two people on it. That guy's team is always supersized. 80 bucks per twosome. You must be 21 or older. Have access to the Zoom. You'll get an email. All you have to do is click on the email link. It's really easy. Quizzes will be done on a Google form. There will be live interactive raffles for anybody that has a Venmo account. And it's a fundraiser for MHR's School of Technology Fund. Go to mhrschool.com if you want to do trivia from home February 27th. And I know what you're thinking right now. How are they going to do this? 
People are going to be at home. Like immediately, the devious part of me was like, how can I cheat at this? Well, let me tell you this. I know that not all of the trivia is going to be the same. In fact, you might see me pop up and you might have to answer a question that there's no way you would know unless you know deep, intimate things about me or have listened to every episode of the EP podcast. Now, if you do listen to every episode of the EP podcast, you may be ahead of everybody else. That's all I'm saying. Casey Nunez is uh, on the line from Big Brothers Big Sisters. And I got to tell everybody right now, and I'm going to tell you this, Casey. Back in the radio days, I worked with you guys. I was actually a mentor at one point. I used to have, like, you know, events for the kids. I think they locked me in a cage at one point or something like that. And people had to raise money to get me out of the cage. And I was in the cage for a long time. I found out that I didn't have as many friends as I thought I had to, to raise money for Big Brothers Big Sisters. And now... You're trying to get more people involved, especially uh, South Side, South Suburbs. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you weren't locked in a cage for too long. <laughs> I was they, they were like, oh, spend, spend a day in jail. And I was like, well, how long is a day? And they're like, oh, you'll be out in an hour. And I sat there like all day. I had people running to get me food. I'm like, how long am I going to be in this cage for? Like nobody oh. cares about freeing me. Other people getting freed. I was just sitting in a cage. But it, it was all for the kids. I actually, and that's the other thing. I did a thing. I did a 36-hour radio marathon in Champaign, Illinois to raise money for Big Brothers Big Sisters. I just remember that as well. So yeah, I've been involved with you guys in a long time, but it's been at least a decade since I've heard about what's going on. So tell me in case anything's changed and everybody else out there listening, uh, what Big Brothers Big Sisters is all about. Yeah, so we've been around for a long time. I won't age you or date you, but we've been around for over 100 years and 50 in Chicago alone, a little bit over. So what we do is provide quality mentoring services to youth. And in Chicago, It's not only Chicago, it's Cook County, DuPage County, Lake County, and even Northwest Indiana. So part of what we do is, um, you know, we speak with kids about what they like and help enroll them in the program. And then we'll match them with a compatible mentor. So say a kid is really into STEM, uh, we really want to match them with someone that might be in that field of work. Uh, So we want to make it a really long lasting relationship. So all of our, we call them bigs and littles. Um, bigs are, uh, you know, we have two different kinds of programs people can choose from. It's really dependent on what people like to do. It really doesn't make a difference in terms of impact. So the community-based program is when our bigs would be responsible for picking them up from home and taking them on outings. That's twice a month for one year. And in our site-based program, they meet in a group setting with other students. So, um, you know, the good part of that one is you get to interact with other people and it's on a structured time schedule. And in community-based, you really can make your own uh, schedule. You decide whenever is best for you to be making that um, those outings happen. And right now, I mean, everything's virtual. We're slowly moving into in-person dependent on local and municipality laws. But um, it's been really great to see some of these kids be able to come out of their shell and talk to someone during this. You know, we're all isolated. It's a communal trauma. We're all trying to survive. And it's just really nice to be able to be there for those kids. The the little that I had, I I remember in one place, it was more like, you know, I'd hang out, kind of do something, you know, chit chat with them. And I felt like there were times where they asked about what I did, but a lot of times it was because they just kind of wanted to talk to somebody. They don't have the kind of support that they normally have in the home. How much of it is 
mentoring for their future because they're interested in your actual career, but also how much should people be prepared if somebody's like, hey, you know, I had this problem in school because they don't have anybody else that they talk to. Yeah, that's a great point. So the way I like to talk about this is just human, right? So a lot of these kids live in multi-generational households. There's a lot of people in the house, not necessarily everyone, but they don't even have someone in a lot of... I won't say everyone generalize it, but a lot of kids just don't have someone at the end of the day to ask how their day was. You know, a couple of our bigs will text or chat with their littles and say, hey, are you doing your homework? Um, I have one big in particular that does that every week. But, you know, they're also just there to have fun. You know, part of it is to learn about career, but we focus on educational achievement. We focus on avoidance of risky behaviors and cultural competencies. I'm trying to think back of what I was hesitant about. Because I know I was approached because they, I first did an event for Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And then I got asked, will you do this? And I'm trying to think about what made me hesitant about it. Because I found it to be very rewarding when I got in there. But I know I was nervous about it. And I want to think that one of the things that I was very nervous about was, am I going to get a kid that's like, that I can't handle? Like, you know, am I going to get like a kid? Because I, I, I don't know if I'm I'm good enough to handle a kid that may have a lot of problems. And, and I remember, I want to say that it was like, well, you know, what kind of personality do you think you have too? Like you guys go through a lot to try to match the right kid with the right person. Like you're not going to get overwhelmed as a big brother or a big sister because you don't want to overwhelm somebody, right? You want to give them somebody that you know that will match with them very well. You talk with the big brother, big sister before they get their little, correct? We do. Yeah, we actually do a lot of stuff uh, leading up to that. So we do an interview with that kid to determine what their interests are and do an interview with the mentor. Um, I want to like, touch on what you said is, does this kid have, you know, problems? What am I walking into? Our kids, we like to refer to them not at risk, but at promise, because at risk has this notation that it is the, the blame is on that child for being surrounded by some risky behaviors around them. That doesn't mean that they are that individual. That is not who they are. They are at promise and have potential. We are not a crisis intervention program. We are a preventative program. So give me your elevator pitch before I get you out of here. Like sum this thing up, like tell, tell somebody right now that's listening to this. Who's like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do this, but, but you and I both know they can tell, tell them why they should do this and, and give, give them that, give them that pitch there real quick so that maybe they sit there and they take down the information when we give it to them and they decide they want to help out. Yeah. So big brothers, big sisters, it's a mentoring program for kids seven through high school. Our volunteers are over the age of 21, and we want to match them with someone that has similar interests so we have a long-lasting relationship. I've met people in the field who have been together for 40 years. That's a lot of time to have a relationship. You know, it's a one-year commitment, but people keep coming and coming and coming because it doesn't only impact that child. It makes a big impact on that mentor. And they are just there to say, how was your day? You know, participate and engage and be a person of um, a confidant for them. Um, You're not a teacher. You're not a social worker. You're just someone that thinks that a kid around you could benefit from having it. In the simplest terms, kids out there just need some help. You know, everybody sits around on social media, Casey, and they go, man, kids today and the world's crazy. And think about it. You could have a little bit of influence. You know, you could have a positive influence instead of sitting around and complaining on your Facebook and your Twitter, like actually have a positive influence on on the world. And that was one of the things that convinced me when I got into it years ago. And one of the reasons that the moment you reached out and asked about it, I was like, oh, you're coming on Southside Pod like immediately. 
because I want to make sure people know about it. How do they contact you or Big Brothers Big Sisters and find out more and decide whether or not they want to be involved? Sure. Uh, you can reach me at N-U-N-E-S at B-B-B-S-C-H-G-O.org or go to our website at B-B-B-S-C-H-G-O.org. Um, you can call me. I'm at 779-800-9136. Feel free to call or text. I'm available whenever anyone might need to um, you know, become a mentor because it really is great. And these kids are so brave and resilient that we could learn something. And the greatest thing about a podcast is you can pause it right now, go back and copy out all that information. Can't, can't do that on the radio. You can do it on a podcast, which is awesome. <laughs> Casey, I appreciate you jumping on. Good luck to you guys. And anytime you need anything, we're here. Thanks so much, Chris. We will see you Monday when you wake up the EP podcast, full episode, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb waiting for you on demand everywhere. Podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Have a great weekend. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the broad basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.